This is HNN. Good evening. This is HNN. The Hollow Table News Network is you're not even remotely close to around the clock Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, reactions, reviews, theory crafting, and more source. I am Celia Xera, one of your hosts, and I am joined by, as usual, my co-host, Pico Burrito. How are you? Good evening. How are you doing? I'm good. Awesome. Yeah. We are. So, uh, I, I think we were a little panicked this week that we weren't going to get something to talk about, but I, but I know some stuff came in. So as of, like yesterday at like, I don't know, maybe it was like three or four Eastern. I was like, yeah, we're probably going to have a slow show this week. <laughs> yeah yeah you know because I, I i messaged you earlier so i i, I sent you a, a message yesterday and i'm like yeah so I, I volunteered to take my son to soccer and sit there for an hour assuming that i was going to have like all of this content to read and then i got stuck like a dumb chump in the car for like an hour and then with about 15 minutes left that's when all the update the flurries happened so i know i got a little bit of something but yeah they really like to, uh, I've noticed they like to post these updates like right as they're leaving for the, yeah. the day, Pacific time. <laughs> Can we just get back to your usual 2 or 3 p.m. Pacific updates? He <laughs> went up in, you know, at the end of the day on, on Monday. So it rolls in on Tuesday at a decent hour and then we get everything else that kind of falls in the way that we need it to. So Exactly. Um, okay, so we have a ton, I mean, not a ton, but a little bit of news from, from the game. And we've got an announcement and all this fun stuff to go over. Uh, so where, where do we want to start? Well, let, let's, you know, let's, let's talk about this, this announcement a little bit. And, okay. you know, so, so, this, um, so this came from a couple of conversations you and I have had, I've had with a couple of other content creators around... Um, what is it that we actually do? <laughs> that, that, that's, a, that's a big piece of it. And, you know, we, we, we use this term community a lot and, and it means a lot of different things to, to people. And it's, it's one of these things that I've, I've been kind of, um, I've been kind of noodling on for a while. And I kind of, I've always viewed this, this concept of a community of, of a group of individuals, you know, kind of moving in a direction for the greater of the whole is, is kind of the way that I look at it. And we do that in the game. And I think that we do, for the most part, we, we do a great job, but I, you know, what we've, we've kind of talked about a little bit is, is how we can move that beyond just Star Wars and kind of what we do in this game and how we can actually do something to actually make a, a bigger impact and a bigger impact on the world. Mm-hmm. So what we want to announce today is something that we're calling HNN for good. And this is going to be a little bit of an experiment to see how this works, but um, the idea here is we are going to set up a completely voluntary, 100% voluntary uh, Patreon account. Mm-hmm. It does not benefit Sarah or I in any way whatsoever. In fact, the idea behind this is that we're going to make a couple of very small donation tiers, and then we'll have a, a larger piece. I'm going to commit to doing a certain dollar value every month that's associated with this because it's my idea and it's something I, I want to do anyway. But the idea here is as the HNN community, um, we're going to create a channel in Discord and we're going to use this as an opportunity as a group to decide what charity we want to donate that money towards. Yeah. So, and to kind of kick this thing off in kind of the direction that we're going, because it's tied to, to the two of us a little bit, me um, probably a little bit more so than Sarah, but what we're going to sponsor moving into the month of January is the Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's Research. Uh, it's a very important uh, 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 a charity to me. Um, my mother, who 
diagnosed bipolar 35 years ago and has been uh, uh, taking any number of medications for a period of time and has, has dealt with the side effects uh, for the better part of the past 15 years and a, a big piece of it were, were shaking. Frankly, that was the bigger problem. It had a pretty significant impact on our life. And it wasn't until actually she got a chance to go in and, and see a, a neurologist that actually started testing her for Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. We found that that was an undercover problem that she was experiencing for a period of time. And, and as she's been trying to, to come to grips with where she is and, and the Michael J. Fox Foundation, a lot of the research and a lot of the information they put out has been very beneficial to her and has helped her. I, I think it's a phenomenal uh, charity, but I, I think these are one of these cases where as a community, we can come together and maybe sponsor something. Part of why we chose it also is Michael J. Fox is a phenomenal Canadian. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a little bit of a tie between the two of us, but um, I, I, I just, I think this will be an interesting experiment to kind of see what we can do together as a community. Yeah. I'm pretty excited for this. And I don't know. Um, I don't think there are any other content creators doing a similar thing. I know obviously CG has their, their fundraiser they do every year. Um, so this is going to be cool. And then, like you said, we'll have a discord channel set up. We can, uh, change the charity each month type of thing. Um, and, and go from there and yeah. And so, again, doesn't benefit either of us. Everything's yeah. going to go straight to charity. So, in, in fact, one of the pieces that, that we're trying to, to work through right now, and we're going to do this very transparently, but um, a way that we can make sure that the community sees the money that's coming in every month and they're seeing the result of that money going back out at the end of every month. Um, mm-hmm. I hate to say this, but we've probably all seen any number of charity scams or anything like that. We want to make sure that this is completely above above board. And at no point does anyone ever say, what happened to my money? We want to make sure that's being taken care of. To that point as well, and again, we'll talk through some of these things in Discord, and I'll get these channels set up by probably by the end of the weekend. Um, we're going to kind of keep this uh, to some very specific categories. You know, I, I kind of like to think about this as like, you know, kids, cancer, and animals is, is really yeah. the area where that's at. Um, again, uh, I, I, we're more than happy to kind of take recommendations for people. We're trying to think of larger organizations because we are a little bit of an international audience to, to make sure that that's covered. But um, I, I'm really excited about this. Um, I, I really kind of want to see this kind of move as, as a community for good. And I think this is something that we can do to kind of influence this. Um, the question was asked when we kind of ran through this with someone the other day is, you know, are we going to offer something for people that are willing to participate? Mm-hmm. And the answer is no. The, the reality is, this is an opportunity to do charitable work for the sake of doing charitable work. Yeah. And I, I think that's important. And, and while I know that a number, number of organizations and CG did it as well, donate to us and we'll, we'll make something worthwhile in the long run. Um, I'm, I'm really trying to kind of push this idea with my, with my children. I'm trying to push this with my coworkers in a couple of cases, but this idea of, of altruistic behavior, doing good for the sake of doing good. And I think that that's, that's one of the things that we can look at here. Um, you can disagree with me and you, I'm, I'm happy to have that conversation, but I think right now is, um, what do you get out of this? You get the warm, fuzzy feeling of helping someone that you don't know. And that's, that's I think yeah. a pretty, pretty, uh, powerful thing to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's already a few suggestions coming through in chat. So, uh, this'll be, this'll be good. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this. I think this will be fun and we'll start it. Like, like you said, we'll start it for January. So we'll yep. take, December to kind of get it organized, get some suggestions flowing in, and then we'll set it up in, in January. So look, look for some from channel setup. We're going to, I'll probably end up, we'll, we'll go through the idea of maybe setting up a, 
a specific channel that's just going to be announcement so we can kind of talk about what the target is for the month and kind of what we did the previous month and the next month we'll have an open discussion we'll figure out a way to do nominations as well and uh yeah and, and i look i'm seeing some phenomenal things around uh, other folks that are actually doing uh charitable work by no means are we trying to apply we're the only ones that are doing it i, I think mm -hmm. that this is um frankly if, if other folks are doing this and, and if this this is an idea that i would more than love to have every other content creator steal from us yeah <laughs> absolutely know, take it don't even do, i don't want credit for it um i i think this would be phenomenal so mm -hmm. yeah for sure so this is this is going to be good i'm excited for this all right so so that's the the big announcement and uh with that you want to get into the game yeah i guess we can actually okay. talk about the game the game um so I I put down three sort of headlines, but they all kind of blur together and it's really only like one main one, but um, we've got the December calendar out and I wanted to mention this because I've heard it about 5 million times and we can go over it real quick. So we can touch on that. Um, but Sana Staros has actually been announced. We, we all, you know, knew quote unquote that she was coming uh but she has officially been announced with her kit reveal her marquee event is tomorrow december 1st so um that will that will happen which means we can speculate here that afro is probably going to be next week probably yeah and then uh they did a they actually so for all of these marquees, they've been putting in questions and answers into the kit when they release them. And we're like, who are asking these questions? Because the, you've just released this. So they actually took um, uh, questions this time and then released a question and answer afterwards, a Q&A afterwards. So it's interesting. I'll be honest. One of the questions in there was probably the most thoughtful and insightful <laughs> question that has ever been asked of CG. And, and, and honestly, I would, I, I mean, whoever came up with it must've been incredibly sharp, mm -hmm. uh, handsome, uh, deep voice that works well, maybe talking in an audio only format. Uh, but yeah, just, I mean, it, it blew my mind. We'll, we'll probably cover that question in detail. Yeah, we'll definitely, we'll definitely go over it. So, um, okay. Let me, let me just touch on the calendar and then we can talk about sauna all day long. Um, so no shocker december calendar is always full of crazy like a crazy amount of events they keep us busy um tons of assault battles all of this this good stuff the thing that i wanted to touch on because i've heard this multiple times and i have had to say it multiple times so uh, i'm i'm just going to put a, a blanket statement out there the territory battles here are listed um and you can see them They've only got the Hoth and the Geonosian ones listed. So people are kind of, you know, reading into this. They're like, oh, the new one's not on here. They never put new events yeah. on the calendar before they actually go live in game. It means absolutely nothing that it's not here. Um, and I mean, I've done this myself. Tons of people do this. We always look for gaps in the calendar to be like, hey, there's no event here. That's where it's going to be. Um I know I did that for profundity and yeah. like it, it is a hundred percent a okay that it is not on the calendar. Um, and maybe an unpopular opinion. I personally don't think it needs to be on the calendar at all going forward. 
Um, we know that it's going to happen every time territory battle runs because you can yeah. you can choose to run it either light side or dark side it's more important to differentiate when the light side is running and when the dark side is running for those guilds that have to you know maybe they're running uh the new one during dark side but they're still running light side geo yeah. so that is uh much more uh important in my opinion um so oh and then Mulpoki just pointed out apparently there is a a mistake on the calendar so it says Mara Jade is the character reward she's the bonus calendar character reward now I I forget is is the bonus calendar a for pay calendar or is that do they still do a they still do a free bonus it's, calendar? It's a free one. Okay. Um, okay. As far as I know, this one is still going to be free as well. I haven't actually looked at the data mine, but I'm assuming it is. Um, and then tech is the regular login character. So, I, I would argue that might be the best two characters we've seen in a single yeah. monthly calendar cycle. I That's mean, those huge. are both two really good relevant characters that that are needed for for building a couple of really good teams. That, those are. Those are some very nice additions there. Yeah. And then the only other thing that people are fixating on are these bolded numbers, um, <laughs> which like, th this, this is just meathead having fun with this, guys. Yeah, like, yeah. This is, there, there is nothing here. Uh, people were thinking it was a date, all of this fun stuff. It's not. It's, it's letters from the alphabet. Four is... Four is D, five is E, and 18 is R. So it's backwards red. Um, oh, I didn't even notice that. I yeah. Swear. We're going to yeah. find out the guy's colorblind, probably. <laughs> I mean, the crazy thing is, is it's just red. There's no like yeah. five anywhere else. Yeah. It's red. Um, so, yeah, it, it, I personally am not taking anything about red five hints seriously. Um, so the, yeah. the only other piece as well, and, and for folks that, that haven't been playing for very long or may not notice this, but um, one of the nice things that CG does in the month of December, because you know, everybody goes into a shutdown, is they give us a ton of extra events, you know, kind mm -hmm. of between Christmas and New Year's. Um, so this year we're going to get seven additional assault battles. So they're running every assault battle twice in the month, which was a little different than how they did it last year. But um, again, a nice little influx of, of additional resources throughout the month. So uh, keep an eye on that. Make sure that we're, we're ready to do that. Uh, what's interesting is for everyone who's unlocking uh, Grand Inquisitor over this week, uh, you will have all day on New Year's Eve to try and get through that event, mm -hmm. which is going to take you a couple of hours to get through CT3. So just, just be ready for that. That's that's good to know. Uh, man, I usually work New Year's Eve and yeah. uh, I'm not this year. They actually like gave me it off and I was like, oh, nice. okay. and I'm normally like, yeah, I don't care. I'll work it because I don't I don't really care. I'm not a New Year's Eve person. I don't care. Yeah. Um, so I, I normally I'd be like, whatever, I'll just do it at work. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'll do it at home. <laughs> so, um. Okay, so I, I've been told in chat that the five, by the way, from Meathead here is Territory Battles is the fifth green cell and it's a darker green. Ugh, I, I mean. So, I mean, 
I cracked a joke yesterday and I was like, we're going to get red five and it's going to be piloted by Ray. It'll be the one that she brings up, Luke brings up out of the water for her. Um, oh, the nerd rage that will happen at that moment. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's it. I really just wanted to point out that it's not a big yep. deal, that the TV is not on the calendar. It, everything is fine. All is well in the world. Um, okay. Do we want to talk about sauna? Let's let's talk about her. Let's 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 get into the, this new kit that we've got. Yeah. Um, do you want to do the honors? Because yes. I know you've been excited. I, I I have been excited, and I will I will start with. Um, I was really confused after reading it. It it was one i apologize for trying to get through the language barrier that's going to happen with this of, of what was written but and, and we'll kind of talk about this as, as we get to the end of the kit but um they threw us a bit of a curveball i think and it's 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 got more questions than i thought we were gonna have a lot of answers today so right um so let's jump into it um first of all if you have not seen her uh her shaded out uh, character kit in game here i think the kit looks or the the, the artwork looks phenomenal Mm-hmm. Um, I just think she's a super awesome looking character. Um, but let's start with her basic called Cheap Shot. Uh, final text, deal special damage to target enemy and inflict vulnerable for one turn. If the enemy already had vulnerable, inflict vulnerable on all enemies for one turn instead. Uh, as we get into the kit, we are going to see that this is going to be incredibly important and more likely incredibly easy to get that vulnerable spread across everyone so um i hope you like your your crit damage in your crits because we're going to see a lot of that in this kit yeah i was going to say look this this when i read this i was like okay so back to back basics and we're yep. good, good to go especially yeah. like on a tank yeah uh and it's um uh, and What's interesting is, and, and, and we'll get into this in the Q&A, um, the image, she fires twice, mm-hmm. but she only does damage once. Right. So, I again, man, those, that Q&A was awesome. And it's, I, like, I think some of these answers are just great. So, uh, as we get into that. So, special one. Um, oh, actually, I, I take it back. I, I forgot one thing. Important mm-hmm. thing to note is we look about her, her kit. She's a light side. She's attacker. Right. She's a leader. Um, again, which I think was a surprise, mm-hmm. a scoundrel and a smuggler. She does not have the rebel tag. Right. But her kit is designed to work with rebels. Which is, it's kind of like how Mon Mothma doesn't have the rebel fighter tag, but she yeah. is with rebel fighters. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Uh, I, I think, and again, we'll, we'll see this in the Q&A. Uh, they gave a reason for it in the kit description. And then there's, I think there's the truth and we'll kind of get into that when, when we do the Q&A piece. So, um, so special one, lesson in coercion. It's a cooldown of four. Uh, final text, rebel scoundrel tanks, of which there are two of. Mm-hmm. Rebel scoundrel tanks recover 20% protection. Dispel all debuffs on non-tank rebel allies and Santa. Santa and they gain critical chance up and stealth for two turns. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was terrible. <laughs> then call all stealth allies with 100% critical damage to assist with 100% critical damage. So uh, use this ability, scoundrel tanks, which is uh, Street Han, 
or uh, Caradun, uh, recover 20% protection, mm-hmm. dispel all debuffs on non-tank rebel allies and Santa, which that's the, the one piece I don't get. Okay. Why are we leaving debuffs on the tanks? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. And then they stealth. Yeah, and then everyone else is going to stealth. But, but not the, like not yeah. the tanks. Um, yeah. Yeah, because like, what if your tank has like stagger or something, or yeah. I don't know. So I, I, I've read through this a bunch of times, and, and I, I have not been able to figure figure that that piece out. So yeah, uh, maybe some of the smart folks in chat will will help out with with where that sits. So, um, so special two. Mm-hmm. Smart targeting scatter blast, which is a cooldown of three. Uh, she summons this cool little turret. Um, deal special damage to all enemies and inflict tenacity down for two turns. Then deal damage to all target locked enemies and stagger them for one turn. So, interestingly, I did not realize this until today. Mm-hmm. Tenacity down is an unresistible debuff. Oh, I did not realize that either. Yes. Yes, it actually was in the, the Q&A. So you're automatically going to get tenacity down across the board, and then you're going to land target locked on, and, and, and target, then deal damage to all target locked enemies and stagger them. So that should be able to help that stagger land much easier. And as we look in kind of the kit where this sits, because it's Rebel Scoundrels, we're going to have a couple of, you know, we're going to have a couple of, you know, AE blasting uh, targets to kind of hit those, those target locks. So... All right, so pretty straightforward so far. Um, she, you know, she's got an ability that's going to recover protection on a tank. It's going to do some debuff. She's got an AE damage piece. Here's where we get into <laughs> the stuff. So, the leader, Rebel, Rebel Sympathizer, mm-hmm. is a Zeta and an Omicron. All right. Final text. Here we go. Oh boy. Rebel Scoundrel tanks have 30% defense, max health, and max protection, and gain 15% turn meter whenever non-Rebel tank ally or Santa is damaged by an attack. Rebel allies and Santa have 30% offense and potency. At the start of battle, Rebel allies and Santa gain protection of 100% until they use an ability. All right. So the next paragraph, and this is where I, I think it just gets kind of wacky. Whenever a rebel ally or Santa has less than 10% turn meter and gain bonus turn meter, they gain 25% critical damage stacking until they critically hit an enemy. If a rebel scoundrel removes turn meter from an enemy, that enemy also takes damage equal to 20% of their max health, which can't be evaded. This damage can't defeat enemies. The first time each turn, Rebel allies and Santa deal damage more than once, they gain 25% max health stacking, up to 200%, for the rest of the encounter. Whenever Rebel allies or Santa critically hit an enemy, they inflict target lock for one turn, which can't be evaded. Whenever an enemy is inflicted with target lock, reduce Rebel scoundrel tanks cooldowns by one. And now we get to the Omicron, which is in Territory Wars. 
rebel scoundrels and Santa are immune to days. Mm-hmm. At the start of battle, rebel scoundrel tanks taunt for one turn, and rebel scoundrels and Santa start with tenacity up for one turn. Target lock can't be re- resisted from this ability. Whenever rebel allies and Santa deal damage to multiple targets in a turn or multiple times to a single target, dispel all buffs on all enemies and inflict healing immunity for one turn. So do we want to talk about this or do we want to get through the unique and then circle back with what a lot of that means? Because there's a there's a lot in there. There's a ton. Let's let's look at our unique and okay. then yeah, let's circle back. Okay. Because that is that is a mouthful. Yeah. So unique one, a professor, a professional I can trust-ish. So final text, Santa has 35% counter chance and 20% critical chance. At the start of each rebel ally's turn, whenever Santa evades an attack or whenever Santa attacks out of turn, all scoundrel allies are inflicted with suspicious for one turn, which can't be copied or resisted. Santa assists whenever a non-attacker rebel scoundrel uses a special ability. Whenever Santa assists this way, she recovers 20% protection and rebel allies recover half that amount. Whenever an enemy is inflicted with target lock, Santa gains 5% turn meter. And suspicious is minus 10% speed, Mm -hmm. 100% critical chance, and does not stack with critical chance up. Man, that is a lot. Okay. So there's there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. And I think to unpack it, we have to go to the comic books for a minute. Okay. okay. So in the comics, and, and I don't, I, I've read it and I, I don't remember the full story, but at, at a high level, uh, Santa Staros was hired to track down Han Solo. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that she went about it, and it was kind of in this this era that we're in, you know, it was between uh, uh, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, kind of in that that Marvel comic run. Uh, the way that she did it is essentially she went out into the galaxy telling people that she was Han Solo's wife and she was trying to t- track down her deadbeat husband. So eventually she starts working with the rebels, although not directly tied to the rebel alliance. Uh, but through that kind of that run of is she Han's wife or isn't she, she runs across Leia and Leia's like, who's this? So that's where the suspicious piece is. So if, if we look at the unique kind of where this sits, all right. So her kid is designed really to work with scoundrel rebels. Yeah. All right. But interestingly enough, suspicious is for all non-scoundrel allies. Mm-hmm. Well, there's one kit that works really, really well with her, and that's Rebel Officer Leo Organa because she's got an AE attack. And as we saw, there's a lot of things. So she has multiple, she attacks multiple times on basic. She has a, a, a turn meter uh, a mechanic on her basic, mm-hmm. but she's not a scoundrel. So it's, it's kind of like this, this, this interesting idea that she's giving all this benefit to like, you know, Lando and Han, and then Leia sitting off to the side going like, who are you? What are you doing? You know, I kind of trust you. I kind of don't. So you kind of get that interesting little, like, you know, little speed reduction on top of the critical chance. So the way that I'm just looking at suspicious is for uh, Han Solo's love interest, trying mm-hmm. to figure out why is his potential ex-girlfriend hanging around that. That's the <laughs> right. So. 
I mean, it, it right. fits with, with the story, right? It does. It, it does fit a little bit with the story. Yeah. So let's let's talk about this leader a little bit. So I, I think, I don't know, um, what's your impression of the kit so far? Just kind of taking a, taking a first blush at it. Um, so it is, it sounds really straightforward, like, like her abilities. And then once you get into like the leadership and stuff, you're like, what is happening? There's a ton of turn meter manipulation going on, um, which is good. But I'm like, what is, (laughs) what is going on? And also like the, the synergy suggestions that she has, like she's basically taking all these leftovers and turning them into a team. And I know that like the majority of people, so like they suggested Rolo, Stormtrooper Han, Cara Dune, and was it Lando? Uh, no, it was uh, it is Snowhan was the was the fourth one. So it was Lando and then Captain Han Solo are, are the are the four that they recommended. Ah, okay, um, kind of makes sense because because he'll revive people, and so. he has a turn meter manipulation mechanic in his kit. Yeah, as well. So, but she's taking these kind of like leftover characters and turning because like. I don't know about you, but how often are you using your Han and your Rolo? Like, I'm I'm not. Yeah. So, she's taking these leftover characters and turning them into a team. And while, um, you wouldn't necessarily go straight for her, I don't think mm-hmm. the people who are gonna have her and get and are getting Afra and all this kind of stuff already have. Rolo at Relics. We have Captain Han at Relics. We have, uh, well, I don't have Stormtrooper Han at Relics, but he's basically the odd man out here um, that you have the team already built. You're just not using these characters. I, you know, my, my initial thought on this is who's the kit, who, who is this team intended for? Yeah. to your point, it's it's a it feels like a late roster kit, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I don't. I always get a little concerned when I see these big lengthy kits and all of these various pieces, and now all of a sudden I've got to go find mods for these old characters that I don't have any. You know that I don't have any. I didn't have enough mods to start building an Afra team, and now I got to mod up. You know, Rolo. Like I, right. that that, that kind of has me concerned, and. More importantly, you know, there's a there's a territory war, Omicron, right? Which you know, I I think that that what 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 are what are we calling those? We're call, we're now going to start calling those Omni Legends. Omni Legends. Yes. Yeah, so it. so we're coining this phrase. So so the idea behind the <laughs> Omni Legend is a character that kind of transitions into into a legendary status when you have the Omni like you know, Starkiller and GAC or, or Phasma in, in, well, I guess old Phasma is, is the character's age out, but uh, I, because they're older characters, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't see speed in the kit to get started. So it's not like where the Phasma on me works in territory wars. Cause you just get to go first. Um, you know, it's the same thing with, with the Mara Jade uh, on me. I don't see speed in the kit and because they're older characters, 
there's only so much you can do to address the lack of hit points and and protection, which means they're not going to be a defensive team. Right. So what is it you're going to be able to do with that that you couldn't before? Like, I don't want to put an Omicron on a team to go take out a Mon Mothman on a back wall. Like, I need to be able to take out a Galactic Legend with with that with that Omni Legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just don't know if, you know, 100% protection at the start of an encounter is going to be enough to, to get that off the ground. Uh, that's a yeah. good point because like you said there's there's no speed bonuses there's terminator right. manipulation happening yes. but you gotta you gotta go before that happens yeah. so and in in the leader ability you know the the, the turn meter bonus is it, it's a couple of pieces but the the big one do, you, you need to get taunt up on 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 uh saint han first i'm calling him saint han or street han because st han <laughs> is the way that i keep looking at it but you, you gotta get you gotta get taunt up on on uh, on, on Saint Han, although he gets it with with the Omicron, but in like Galactic uh, or in Galactic Challenge or GAC, excuse me, uh, he's got to get a turn to get taunt off. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get turn meter on that team is for everybody to get hit. Well, that's not really a great place to be, especially when you're older character. I mean, Lando, I think has seven hit points at like R nine. Uh, you know, you sneeze on him and he's going to fall over in that in that case. So I just. It looks like a fun kit. I, I don't know where it sits. Yeah. Um, what is interesting, and I'm just thinking about this, is Rolo's Omicron on her leadership or is it on her? It's her, it's her leadership. So leadership. So all of that leadership stuff now falls out of this, even in, in a territory battle yeah. scenario. Yeah. So, so it, that that's the thing, because in territory battle, you're not going to get this Omicron. Yep. It's only going to be the first bit. So is it this that's more, especially in the new one, which which one has more value? This one without the Omicron yep. or Rolos with it? Now, what could be interesting, and, and we kind of saw this a little bit with like the Java kit, where they spread the Omicrons across the characters and his, you know, his his teammates. So he's got one in every game mode. Maybe mm-hmm. it's Maybe she does slot into a Rolo team, you know, with the territory battle on the crown and then Rolo kind of slides underneath her in, in territory wars. But um, it, it's going to require the, the team that they laid out is going to be the team regardless. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll go to the Q and a in a, in a minute, but like there was a question around, you know, Caradine and they're like, yeah, well that that's potential there. But it, I mean, they even said the kid is designed for, for street Han to be the, the, the tank in, in the team. So, uh, it, it's a very specifically built team. Um, the way it works is what Han, when he gets hit, he removes turn meter from the uh, from the attacking tar- from the attacker. I, I think mm-hmm. so. Han's Pretty kit sure. Han's kit pulls turn meter away, um, so he'll be doing the percent health damage. Um, Rolo uh, gets turn meter on basic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh, and by the way, that vulnerable is going to spread all over the place because every time that she assists, she's going to hit the target twice. Vulnerable is going to hit across the board from, from that side. Um, you know, Lando does AE damage from that side. Uh, you know, uh, Cold Han, Captain mm-hmm. Han, he's got, a, he's got a turn meter up on that side. Uh, it could go fast. I just, I don't know where you're going to get to the first turn. Yeah, so. that's that's the problem. And if you don't take a turn, you're not... You're not going. Uh, the one thing I didn't see was um, what her starting speed is. 
She's 183. Mm. So, I mean, she's fast-ish. It's but okay. E- even all those old, those old, uh, those old kits, they're all just so slow. Right. So then are you relying on her to get the team going? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I just, um, disappointed isn't the word. Um, I didn't want another team i wanted her to slot under the afro team and fill the role so that i could build a really cool team around it um and, and i i just i don't uh, God, i I, feel, I don't want to say that i don't want to say it this way because it feels it feels so negative but like i don't know who's at, who's asking for this right that's that's a fair point you know i i, I just don't know I don't know where you go with this kit. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing. Like I read it yesterday and I was like, me, maybe I'm not reading it right. Maybe I'm in a grumpy mood and I'm not yeah. like fully grasping it, but I wasn't wowed by it. Not that I necessarily need to be wowed by a marquee, but I was kind of like, okay, it's just a kit. I don't know if I'll use it. Yeah. Uh, it feels a little bit like talent. Right. Right. Where she's just yeah. kind of there. Yeah. And we've all geared her because we want a star killer. Yeah, I mean, supposedly she does great with you know Malgus, but I, again, I just she's there to maybe bring Malgus back. It, it's it's just like a it, it's just a, it feels like it's a weird. It looks really interesting. It's just I don't know. I I wanted her to to slot over and maybe be the tank on the Afro team or kind of figure out where that that's going to sit. So. Um, I am so what I was focused on in this kit was how much they talk about rebel scoundrels in particular, yep. which isn't even a faction in game. It's just scoundrels yeah. who are also take rebel and like yeah. vice versa. And now, so my question is because especially like territory war, like we're saying in territory war, who do you use this team against? Like who yep. are you gonna go against? Like whatever. And a lot of the time, like we're adding Datacrons to our teams, like all the stuff. Could they now take Datacrons and target them towards Rebel Scoundrels, for example, as the faction, even though that's not a faction? Oh, that seems so hyper-specific spe- uh, hyper to, to do that. But uh, but I mean, like, this is pretty specific, and they're obviously making it work for the coding. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's a, if tag is Rebel and Scoundrel, yep. then this, and Datacron, if tag, like... I'm, I don't know. I'm, I, it just popped into like, I've been focused so much on how many times they are saying rebel scoundrels, rebel scoundrels. Well, and, and, and even finding them in the UI, I mean, it's actually, you know, someone should have actually asked CG, like, when are we going to get the ability to actually have two conditions in a, in a search filter? Like, that would be a really important thing to, to maybe get a, a point of view from CG on. Right. That sense. There was only someone super smart who anticipated that and maybe asked that question in the Q and A. I mean, that would be, that would be great. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, but I, I totally agree with you. I don't know what we do with this. Yeah, at, yeah. at least not at first instance. Like, I will gear her eventually because I will need like I'm gonna need Afra. Yeah, and I think that's where the majority of us are sitting is you have to gear these characters so that we can get Afra so that we yep. can do TB. And they have flat out said that Afra is going to have a special mission. So most skills are going to want you to have Afra. 
Um, and and yeah. in the grand scheme of things, I mean, so, so right now, in theory, you've got if you're if you're collectively kind of working on on the four teams that they, that they have dropped on us in this, the back half of this year, um, you've got. The, the Grand Inquisitor team, you've got Jabba, you've got Afra, and now you have the Santa Staros team. Santa Staros is going to be, everyone's going to get her to get to Afra, And right. then those other characters, you know, those are going to be, those are those characters are going to be brought up into to good relics and mods as, you know, as characters, you know, 17, 18, 19, and 20. So it's going to be a while before people even kind of have the resources to kind of focus in and kind of start building this up and figuring out where it is that, that she's going to make sense from that, that side. So um, mm -hmm. I just hope this doesn't mean that we're looking at an increase in in uh, in, Galag or in in Grand Arena, because that 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 just I don't know the time as it is today. I hope not. We'll I really see. Hope, I hope not. Let's let's pretend that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to look at these Q and A of this Q and A that they did because this was was interesting? I thought. It it was. So, so what, what was your thought on the Q&A? I just thought it was funny that they did one, like yeah. in this style. Um, some of the questions were just so silly. Like, <laughs> I was like, who is asking these questions? And yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I thought the concept was was great. I know that when it when it hit yesterday, it's almost like, why does CG need, to, need these, these, you know, these questions submitted so quickly? I was impressed that we got the turnaround that we did. And that was a pretty quick turnaround around, you know, yeah. so there's some great questions in here. And I, I think maybe it kind of speaks a little bit to the complexity and struggles with basic, you know, English writing in, in some of the, that we seem to see. And, you know, uh, Stana or Santa and they that just seems like a broken English phrase although I you told me earlier today that that was actually accurate it, it is technically grammatically correct it sounds dumb but it's it's like the same rule of thumb if you were like if I was like Pico and I are going to the store or Pico and me are going to the store right it's yeah. the same same idea but yeah I, I read it too and I was like that sounds dumb and then I was like oh yeah that's actually that's actually right so I, I think the other piece I, I saw the, the questions um, and I'm speaking a little bit of experience right now as someone who's trying to write a fairly lengthy document, um, move to bullet points. Yeah. It conveys the same amount of information, but it just makes it so much easier to read complex concepts. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was not a fan of how this was laid out when I was reading yeah, it, yeah. but I was like, all right, fine. Here, here we are. Um, yeah, so, uh, does Do the Omicron, yeah, like okay. pretty simple. Does the Omicron inflict healing immunity on all enemies whenever dealing damage multiple times or to multiple targets or only to those who are damaged? So that's a fair question because yep. for example, Rolo, she's going to deal damage 10 times to random enemies. That might not yeah. be all five, right? um but it, it goes to everyone so well and, and even with that I, I until you said that i didn't think about this it's possible that four enemies only get hit once and then the fifth enemy gets hit six times like because it's it's random where those those spread out so that's actually that's a yeah um but it's it's 
everyone gets healing immunity as long as just someone gets hit more than once or yeah. or you hit more than once so um, yeah but like this question does her territory war omicron only work if she's in the leader slot it's on the leadership ability like but my favorite part about this answer was in discord today when mm -hmm. someone said how many words does it take to say yes mm -hmm. 51 yes apparently there are 51 words in this answer um maybe this is a this is a this is a player who's watched a ton of videos on omicrons lately but hasn't quite figured out that there are leadership abilities i i, I don't know this is um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is the same person who asked, "Where do you get Datacron materials?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is yeah. Uh, but um, I mean, so they did point out she doesn't have synergy with Afra, um, yep. and she's. I, I like that they said this that she that their intent is that she's going to lead her own team. She's not going to go with Afra. So, point blank, you know what you're getting. And, and I appreciate it because I probably would have spent all week trying to find gaps in the kit where they were going to be able to insert, you know, Rebel Scoundrels and Dr. Afro so that I can, again, I can mentally put her on that team because that, that's what I want. Um, I've already done, done it with Carsang. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's helpful to kind of just know, like, this was part of the design. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, th this gets back to what this thing you and I have kind of talked about all the time. Like, we only have a fraction of the picture. They have the whole picture. Their picture always was to to create a team lifter unit similar to Mon Mothma for some of the characters that needed to be, that were, that we were going to have to, you know, kind of rank up. Right. And I mean, they're, they're clearly following the um, pattern that they had with Starkiller where you had these characters released and they don't go with him necessarily. Yep. So, um, okay, great. This is a great question though. I, I, I think insightful insightful beyond belief probably the best question out of all of the questions here um, I, I would agree right it, again uh. <laughs> it's it's uh it's well written it's 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 to the point it's a great question yeah uh with all the multi-tag conditions so rebels scoundrels etc can we get the option to make multiple filter selections in the character selection man I would like to meet the person who who wrote that question and shake their hand. <laughs> That's just great. Uh, uh, yeah. So I mean, it sounds like they're working on this. Yeah. Which yeah. is awesome because that's going to be helpful for multiple things, not just like this, just other things in general. Um, in well, game, think, think about it just with with the Hut Cartel and bounty hunters because there are. There's there's hut cartel, there's bounty hunters, and then there's light side scoundrels. I think are kind of in this kit. So like finding right. the right mix and match, especially for things like conquest. Yeah, uh, exactly. That, that matters as well. So or even data grounds for, for that month for that. Mm -hmm. Or if you're building star killers team out, like yep, yeah, like, that's so irritating to to go and through all the yeah. So this is this is great. Um, okay, there's nothing super crazy in here. Um, no, I, I thought this this days piece was was pretty important. It's um, the days on the Omicron 
is not a buff. It's just inherent with the Omicron being applied. So you're not going to, there's not going to be an icon for, for days immunity. Right. So I, I, that, that was a, that was an interesting one to think about. Cause again, I'm, I'm guessing someone's going to put the Omicron, you know, it's bugged. I don't have it. And so it's, it's just, it's, it's built into to the kit similar to, um, the Revan kit where they can't be stunned. Like for, or for any kits where someone can't be stunned, there's not a, there's not a stun immunity icon for it. It's just, right. it's a function of what's there. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, I like that they said she doesn't have the rebel tag because of, of balance. Yep. Um, and just thematically it doesn't work. Um, but all that pronunciation for her name, this was really interesting. Will there be two times drops with the release? Her shards will follow the normal marquee distribution to, Two time drops, so double drops that may be happening during her marquee are purely coincidental. So we are probably getting double drops on the Afro characters. It's well, only Hondo's farmable, actually. Yeah. So if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. so we've had two Christmas kits in the, you know, the, these, these right to, to, the, or the the journey guide characters mm-hmm. this will be the third and in the previous two in december they had random double drops on the character shards like in all game modes for like a three or four day window if, if i remember correctly yeah like almost like the galactic chase type you know they, they did for ships mm-hmm. so I, I wondered even if they're not on a table if they're going to make them available is, you know, just like if, if you're willing to spend a whole bunch of energy, you're just going to get chances to, to pick them up. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought this was a uh, little interesting hint that they happened to yeah. drop in there yeah. because again, her marquee is happening tomorrow. So sometime Good. over the next week, basically yep. is what they are hinting at. Which um, also, someone doesn't know when marquees actually start after getting one every other week for the entire calendar year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, why is she light side? Um, they just chose that, I guess, because that's how they see her that way. Game balance. Um, this was what you were talking about, though. Her basic animation yes. doing damage twice. Yes. <laughs> Rule of cool. Yeah, so ultimately, it's they want the animation to look great. But I, what I think is is more again, this is a little inside baseball from this. Uh, my guess would be at some point during the the character creation, they were going to have her attack twice on basic. So mm, they had yeah. the animation attack twice on basic. They probably tuned it out because of balance reasons. And that's a real expensive endeavor to go back to an art department and ask them to kind of re-skin the, the motion and, and fix that. So they're just going to leave it the way that it is. Right. Uh, and deal with the nerd rage that comes associated with why doesn't she attack twice. Um, right. Feels like th- this feels like Echo's uh, Omega that, you know, deals with uh, crit damage up or whatever that on the, the kit that doesn't exist. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, I also like this, um, basically asking about rebel scoundrel tanks and if, if stormtrooper Han and, and Cara Dune, like 
Yep. Are they trying to pull her away from on Mothma or what, what they're doing? And they're basically saying it's for, it's for Han. Yeah. Like. And it, it's interesting because um, some of these questions are, are very, um, they're a great kind of mindset into a lot of the, the community challenges that I'll say are kind of like the, the way that the community approaches these things. Like it's clear. I, I think it's clear reading the kid. Stormtrooper Han is supposed to be the tank for her kid. And someone's immediate reaction was, why are you trying to break up my mom? And, and likely because they already have Caradoon already ranked up. So it's, you know, how do I make this new character work without having to put any more resources in? And, and they're like, no, 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 this is the intention. Like, I, 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 I don't, don't have those thoughts over there. Don't, don't think about that. Yeah. This is what we want you to do. And, and we, we've now told you what we want you to do. Now, now go do it. You know, don't, don't fight through this of, you know, when do I, I want Saw Guerrero, who's going to be a tank for the Mon Mothma team to cover that, that gap. No, no, no. The, the intention is to build two teams. Right. And I mean, that's a good point to, to say, like, this is what they're saying, because a lot of the time we're like, this is what CG is telling us. Like, if yes. you read the text and read between the lines and stuff, this is what they're saying. Um, so it, it's nice when it's point blank. We don't get a lot of point yeah. blank communication from them. Um, so it's nice when it's laid out exactly like that. So whether or not another rebel scoundrel tank happens to appear down the road, yeah. who knows? Um, but for now, whatever. No comic she's found in, and then um more clarification on on the kit. This is what you were saying. Can tenacity down be yes. evaded or resisted? I didn't realize that it was unresistible. I didn't either, and that's actually. So it, it's funny because I, as, as we were kind of messaging back and forth about the kit today, um, I said it feels like her kit needs potency mm-hmm. because of, of all the debuffs, but tenacity down can't be resisted, which means it doesn't matter what your potency value is. And the, the target lock is unresistible as well. Mm-hmm. So it might actually not be as much. Now there's, there's the... Um, I think it's on our second special where they get stagger. You would need potency in that case. But now all of a sudden, I don't maybe need 130 to 160% potency. I can get away with 70 or 80% because I'm, I'm pushing it down with tenacity down on that, that side. But but that's actually really cool. I, I did not realize that was the case. Yeah. Um, this was... <sighs> I really wish they had just reformatted this question because this one was just painful to read. Um, just because it was so long. But it's basically asking how it works in terms of her turn meter gain yeah. and 25% crit, crit damage stacking and um, all that stuff. And it, it basically just says she's going to get 25% crit damage because she only had less than 100% turn meter when this, when this example um, was given or, or the example given, which is yes. that she has 95% turn meter um can suspicious be applied to mul- to allies multiple times thereby slowing them down significantly um that's actually a good question yes uh, in my opinion um so it sounds like it doesn't though correct it, it only applies once yeah um uh, just a note on the, the crit damage and the, the turn meter piece we're talking about. Uh, 
because of the way the, this mechanic works, it's also not beneficial to have um, a raid Han in the team. Right. Because when he starts with with his uh, with uh, his shoot shoots first, he's at one hundred percent turn meter, so he's not going to get the turn meter bonus for any of that. Right. So you know, it's not it's not like a turn meter train that you can you can. Which again, it's super smart that the way they did that. If they don't want to, if they don't want to. A, a turn meter loop potential in it. That, that's an interesting way to kind of handle it from, from that side. Yeah, it, it's smart. And I think they, they thought of that, which is great. Um, so this one's good because it talks about order of events, which is also something that a lot of people don't are unclear of. Yep. Um, so it says that her second special basically does damage to all enemies and inflicts tenacity down for one turn. Um, and her leadership Omicron says that rebel allies and sauna deal damage when, whenever they deal damage and hurt, um, to multiple targets in a turn or multiple times to a single target, dispel all buffs on all enemies and inflict healing immunity for one turn. So basically if you use her second special in territory war, when you have the Omicron, is it her second special going first for the order of events, or is it her leadership yep. going first? Um, so they have said she's going to deal damage to all enemies. Then she will dispel all buffs on them, which I believe is her uh, leadership. And then she inflicts healing immunity. And then yep. she inflicts tenacity down before continuing on with the rest of the special right yeah so it is uh so damage triggers the omicron which then dispels buffs which then applies healing immunity and then the last thing is tenacity down yeah so i mean i think that makes sense leadership ability and then special ability well, but, and again, what i what i again what i appreciate about these questions are we would have to go into swgh.gg and, and kind of read through yeah. Programmatic view to understand kind of how these things happen. And they're just putting it out here like, no, 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 this is what now. Hopefully we, we don't find out that they made a mistake in this and then they get eviscerated for, for doing it from that, that side. But again, I, I think it's it's helpful, especially in complex kits for, for helping people understand how they work. And then, you know, it kind of gives us the ability to, to go back through and, and kind of, you know, plan around that or kind of, uh, you know, uh, theory craft around how to, how to make that work. Right. Um. Yeah, and then they talk about rebels critically hitting, which is also in her leadership Mm -hmm. and inflicting target lock. Um, So they basically are saying target lock is going to be inflicted three times and rebel scoundrel tanks cooldowns will be reduced three times because the crit three times is inflicting target lock each time reducing cooldowns. So that's assuming none of the uh target locks are resisted though so target lock Correct. can't be evaded but it can be resisted uh fair, fair point okay so potency would matter in that case what is great about that though is so like with um rollo's uh her attack that attacks 10 times you should immediately be able to get those cooldowns re- reduced to right to zero on, on that and frankly with with lando as well uh right yeah so this was an interesting, I, I don't know how much I enjoy them doing a full-blown Q&A on one marquee character. Sure. But there were some actually like good, helpful, interesting tidbits in here. So 
what I think is inter interesting about this is because we've we've heard some some feedback on this, and like I, uh, I know the, the Gambit guys are talking about this, and, and I agree with it to to a certain extent. Um, Discord's not a great way for creating a record of an answer to a question. Yeah, I agree with that. But by doing it this way, they consolidate a bunch of these these questions into a single place, and it's referenceable for people to go back and look at it at a later date. Um, but at the same time, this was only available to people who go to a forum post and actually read those yeah. things. I, I think they need to have a way to drive that, that Q&A out of the game so that people can kind of ask those questions. Yeah, that's a good point. Because there are a lot of a lot of people who just don't go to the forums. Yep. So that that is fair. Okay. Uh, I think we got through the news. We did. So um, do we want to do... A, I had like a mini, which I guess isn't really a that's no moon. Um, but saw an offer event. The the biggest thing that I think we should actually say that is going to matter matter for people is the title update has officially gone to the um app stores for certification, which means theoretically in the next uh week we should be getting a title update, which is what would trigger territory battles. Um, and most likely the Afro event. Yep. So. Yeah. Anytime there's significant changes of the game files, we need a title update that's associated with it. So that, again, further sign that let's let's ignore what's in the calendar and let's look at, you know, yeah. the, the technical processes that are happening in the background of this to make this work. Yeah, so. ex exactly. So, um, okay. So let, let's talk about our, our Bantha because yours is interesting. Yeah. I I don't know what's going on. Conquest is just not being kind to me right now. No. I I uh I don't know if it's I just I've had some some bad mods. Mm -hmm. Uh but I have dropped so so I run the Ray, uh Farm Boy, Leia, Old Ben, and I typically run it with Holdo mm -hmm. just as as a as a tank. I have probably dropped easily 20%. So I do five runs of that a day and I have probably dropped 20% of those oh, wow. uh, on the bounty hunter node. In, so sector in, one. I, in sector one. Um, I, I have gone, I got so frustrated yesterday. I just went back to, to node one, phase one to get my five kills then. And I've, I've had all kinds of just drop battles left and right. And I, I just, I, I I don't know if I've just got a weird mix of, of, of discs. Like part of it is I do a, a zealous ambition, heavy build, but that has no uh, support teams or support characters on it. Yeah. I was going to ask what your discs were. And I'm, I did get a roof ruthless uh, swiftness. Mm -hmm. the, the, and the, the two ruthless are there. And I think I've got a blind side on there now, um, but I don't have voluntary Vanguard, which I think, is the one that I'm really looking for in that, that, that case. So why don't you use Dash instead of Holdo? You know, I could. <laughs> uh, hang on, give me one second. Can you stop for a minute? Give me a minute. Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we'll take a quick little, little uh, pause here. I'll look at the chat questions here. 
uh, ton of original movie GL. Jay, I actually agree with you. I think it would be great if we could get an original movie, Galactic Legend. Because we've got sequels, we've got prequels. Um, but no original original uh oh, okay. characters. So that is fun. No. Um sorry about that. <laughs> All right. I'm going to unmute you again. Sorry about that. Uh, no. Amazon delivery at 1030 at night set the what? dog. What? Yeah. Merry on, Christmas, Amazon. everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, what were we, Oh, yeah. What were we saying about your... Why are you not yeah. using Dash? <laughs> um, because I just didn't consider it. And now I'm going to do that and feel stupid that it's going to work really, really well now moving forward. So... Because you, you do have zealous ambition. Of I do. I do. Yeah, man. Just use Dash. Well, and I guess the biggest reason why I didn't is I, I set up all my teams that I mm -hmm. used last time and it worked really, really great. And I just kind of pushing forward and not making any changes. So I, I just, I dropped a lot of missions that I, that I hadn't in the past. And I it just, I don't know. I'm still making great progress, but it was just one of those, like, I just feel like I'm, I'm wasting energy at this point. Right. Um, I will say I'm having the opposite, at least on my own account. So last month I had the worst discs. It was total slog on my own account, like just to get through, um, which was fine. And Professor X was just loving life, like eating all, all the great discs up and breezing through no problems. Um, and it's the opposite now. I'm like, I picked up a deadly catalyst in sector one with some ruthless offense. I'm like, man, this is... <laughs> fantastic it is just super easy mode I, um but like professor x is like sure i guess the best disc you can get out of these six choices is power like sorry yeah. dude yeah. um so it is extreme but it is actually i don't know it, it is a lot of fun this time because his inquisitors are actually relict as well yeah um and they do so much work considering they're just like they're relic five they're just ready for the grand inquisitor um event to come back they're not modded properly i know he hasn't swapped oh. the mods around on there i haven't swapped the mods around on mine either and on both accounts i'm like these are just do well yeah yeah so it, it does make going through I, I'm not using those to go through the sectors per se, unless I see a Jedi node and then I'm like, oh, yep. okay, we'll take advantage of this. Um, but yeah, it is a weird conquest in terms of, I find that if you don't get exactly what you're looking for, you have to really yeah. piece together like a plan B. Uh, the other one, and again, it's, it's someone pointed it out and it was helpful. Mm -hmm. Have you seen this, this, uh, master's training cheese with Zombie? Yeah. What a phenomenal, I, I didn't I talk about until, this last month. I, I can't remember <laughs> last week, let alone last month. Uh, and, and honestly, because I, I one, because I took it, I took out that one on like day two, just because mm -hmm. I, it felt like it was 
it, it was broken in the game. So I just kind of knocked it out and then I just, again, you don't pay attention to it. Uh, I didn't find out. I didn't realize the cheese until I was 35 in doing it for purple. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh yeah, I knocked it out in, in like the next two fights. So, right. uh, but yeah, that was, uh, my, my timing has just been off on everything. Um, um it, it, it's one of those things I was thinking about it and I was like, it actually isn't too awful. Like I used, um, my Jedi master Luke team for the Qui-Gon survival feat today. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll take General Kenobi because I want him to get the kills and I'll take Hermit Yoda so I can do the master's training and whatever. And I was like, this is actually a kind of good node because the IPD droids keep coming back. Yep. Um, so I was like, Kenobi's getting a ton of kills here. It's a 10 minute battle. I have to go through it anyway and get this feat yeah. done. And we're going to get some master's training at the same time. I'm like, so this is not too bad. Um, I, I may have to do that tomorrow morning because to, to, I'm a little behind on the Kenobi kills um, because I was working on the master's training one. So, right. Um, yeah, I might have to. That's that's a great note. To, it, it, this is why you're so much better at this than I am. Like, I, I look at these things again. I, I, have a, I have a heavy hammer, you know, roster that allows me to brute force things. Like, I went into that battle today and I'm like, oh, this is so annoying. I have to kill all these droids over and over and over and over again. And I never occurred to me, like, how can I use this to my advantage? Like, yeah. Th- that's how you look at all these things. And I'm, that's, that's the that's why you're so good at this. It's just, the, <laughs> um, it's not a problem. It's, it's a solution that, that just doesn't have something associated with it yet. So, Right. And I mean, like you, you are eventually going to kill them. Like eventually it's just going to be over, but I mean, you might as well take advantage of it in the meantime. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't even want to say this is like a negative thing for me. I'm just so impatient to me. I'm like, this is like Christmas. Okay. I'm just like, give me territory battle information, please. Like just give me give me combat mission like the only thing we know is that we get to run it twice we know there's get yep. three coming um and we know that reva's gonna be the the reward and we know that there are gonna be at least four special missions um that you need uh inquisitors for one scythe yep. for one Afra for one and Java for one. So you those four characters or teams were specifically called out that you're gonna need them for special missions. I'm like, just give me more. Like, give me, show me the platoon, show me what the scoring is. Like so something to think about. Yeah. Potentially in two weeks, mm-hmm. we may have three kits to read. Oh my goodness, right. We always we- get we always get kind of two get characters and then We'll probably get one other character but and, and that's that's a lot of uh i don't want to say in, impatient like i i get the speculation of, of what it's going to be is is fun and what what do all these things mean but like i'm, I'm just past the I, I used to to say this all the time back when i played mmos that that lack of content generates chaos and contention and that's kind of where we're at right now like people i think are getting spun up on all of the potential downfalls of this you know like again what happens if you take away get one what's get three going to be the penalty for um how difficult the missions are going to be i i don't want to hear the negative piece just 
everyone take a, I get we want all the information, take a deep breath. We're going to get things. It's not going to be as bad as we think. It's not going to be as easy as we want it to be. We'll get there. Uh, I want to know what's going on with territory battle on the crowns, mm-hmm. but you know, we'll two weeks. The, the thing also that I was thinking about this week and um, um, I wanted to, to bring this up with you because you and I have chatted about territory battles so much and like yeah. um, tracking our teams, for example, yep. and like how many weight, which team did we use and what phase, which zone of the phase, how many waves did we get? Like all that kind of stuff. Um, and I even make like additional notes on mine where I'm like moved mods, didn't move mods. Yep. Who did I platoon that phase? Like all that kind of stuff. Um, so they've told us that this one is going to be a little bit like Galactic Challenges and Conquest, where each each phase and each part of the so light side mixed and dark side, call it phase one. Each one of those nodes or sectors is a different planet that yep. has different modifiers. So if you take your, for example, Omicron Fin team, yep, they might do really well in phase three absolutely eat it in phase one and two because of the modifiers so i think like this is something i was just thinking about it i'm like this is gonna make tracking your teams and where you use them even more important well and it's it's funny you bring that up because i i was on a old man's cantina last week and i kind of came up with this back of the napkin math on on omicron value and Mm -hmm. and i i was i kind of the idea is uh, the value of an Omicron is related to how how often you get to use it. Right. So, and, and I, I shared it with with uh, Zareth yesterday, and and he he actually asked something really. He said something back that again it, it, it kind of aligns to what you're saying there. But the whole, whole idea is all things being equal, we're going to be able to use a territory battle Omicron. 12 times a month moving forward. So six phases, twice a month. Grand arenas, there are only six, or excuse me, nine battles you can potentially use it in a month. Mm-hmm. Territory wars, you can only use it four times in a month. Yeah. So territory battles now becomes the most valuable of all of them. Let, let's put the sortie one away where we get to do it five times a day for 14 days. But, and, and Zara's question is like, but he's like, that, that all makes sense. He's like, but what if you don't need it? Yeah. So, so that's the one, but the flip side or or kind of what you're saying is what if it just doesn't work? Yeah. Like, like what if the, what if the modifier negates it? And that's, um, I think all things being equal, like I love my fin on the Mm -hmm. ground. I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. And this is another thing too, is like, we're going down to two waves. So yep. a, lo- a lot of these Omicron specifically for TB are based off every time you go into a new encounter, yeah. that's only going to happen once. Yeah. I, look, CG is really smart mm-hmm. and they know that the way you pe- keep people engaged and frankly, the way that you make money is you continue to push people forward. Mm-hmm. And if I get to pull Kyle and Rolo and Finn into the new territory battle and I'm just, I'm killing it. That doesn't make Pico add more to his roster. So right. I'm afraid they're not going to carry forward. I think it's probably going to upset some people. I, it, it is what it is, but um, I just I kind of want to know what it's going to look like. Yeah. I'm also curious if we're going to get straight to farm character because we've gotten straight to farm characters with the last territory, ba- with all of the territory battle releases. 
we had um, um, Captain Han and Stark okay. for Hawk. Yep. And then we had Arc Trooper and Geo Brood Alpha for Geos. Um, and they went straight to, I think all of them went to Cantina. So what if, again, as, as I just said, I'm, I, I'm, the, the speculation is killing me, but I'm going to speculate. What if we got a purge trooper that mm-hmm. was a requirement to unlock Reva that ultimately that would result in what we'd have then nine inquisitorious at that point oh my goodness i didn't even think about that because we're at six now reva makes seven purge would make no that would be eight at at that point um so it's i hope we don't i i somewhat think we we aren't going to because they released multiple characters specifically for this like there's there's gates on those characters already Right. There's going to be the Java gate. There's going to be the, the Grand Inquisitor gate on that side. So, oh man, I hope they don't. I'm just so curious. Like, I don't know. Maybe they won't. Maybe, maybe because we're using our whole roster and we have all these other characters, like you said, yeah. that are being released that we have to go after to use for missions. Maybe there won't be. Yeah. Oof. Right. Because, uh, like, our, our trooper was because of the cam mission. Yep. Right. And, yep. Same thing, Geobrood Alpha for what? Like, so maybe, maybe. Who are who? So, who's your get three speculation? Oof, I don't even know. I mean, I think it is safe to assume, and I know we shouldn't assume anything. I think it's pretty safe to assume that Watt and Cam will go there. Yep. Um, and they, I don't know if they'll both have their own individual like slot or if they'll rotate out kind of how like Rolo and IPD do right now. Um, but I think that's a pretty safe assumption that they'll go there and you can buy them with, with get three. I'm curious if we get a ship or if it's another like, inc- what I don't, I don't know because I don't, it wouldn't be another inquisitor. I, I don't it's, so I think your get character needs to be memorable. Yeah. And and I think right now the other inquisitors are like um, Inquisitor 14 that spent 30 seconds on TV with Ahsoka in Tales of the Jedi. Right. You know, that that's not a that's not a big meaningful one yet. Right. Um, I think there is a there is a character out there that people want um, that fits the time frame, okay. and I think opens up a lot of flexibility. I think we're going to get Saw in the Get Three character. In the Get Three, he yeah. would fit really nicely. Yeah. Um, I'm also like kind of torn on on um, who you would put there as the Get Three character because. This whole TV is your entire roster. So do you make it yeah. a light side character? Do you make it a dark side? Yeah. Like, where do you go? Um, and obviously they they've said they're gonna expand on this and release more stuff for it. So I'm sure that means as well, if there's a get three character, there could be a second one in yeah. the future. Saw would be saw would be great though. 
I, I don't think, I know there's, a, I've heard people kind of guess that that's, it's, it's not going to be red five folks. Red five is going to be the same level of difficulty to obtain, if not harder than the Falcon. There's going to be a character release unlock that's going, that you're going to need to unlock the ship because they're going to put Luke in a jumpsuit to put him in the X-Wing or it's going to be Ray. Like yeah. you get one, you get one of the others. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe no. I, I don't think it's going to be Red Five. Um, Sig is is speculating no new Get Three character at all. That, that's a that's hot an take. Point. Well, and, and he actually makes a great point: is that they rotate mm-hmm. Reba into Get Three, and then roll a new character into Territory War territory mm-hmm. battles going forward that's actually a really phenomenal idea mm-hmm. also with a get three cap so that people can't kind of kind of get up there but that's a man i hope there's no days. cap but they seemed like everything new that's come out currency wise has had a cap so yep. I'm like, ugh. so i don't know ah man but they also could what about if they just left Riva there and then the next character was on the light side path and yeah. she just stayed there on the dark side path? So, so I think the, the problem with that is the same challenge that they have with um, the Proving Ground characters is that eventually you're just getting 50 mm. free shards a month and then it's 100 free shards a month and then it's 150 free shards a month. I think you need to roll things out or, right. or the shard shop currencies. You run into the same get problem is that you just build up so much. I mean, like I'm sitting on eighty or ninety thousand get two right now, it, and I spend it pretty frequently. But yeah, um, get one is is a lot lower. But I I think you you either need to cap the, those things or uh, you, you've got to find a way to kind of filter stuff out in those cases. Yeah, that that's a fair point. So okay, that was a really long bantha in the room yeah. with me just saying that i wanted information the, the bantha is in the room is that we just can't turn this into an all territory battle all the time podcast like that that that's really what what we're trying right to yeah so it's territory week let's talk about yeah. uh, or territory war week let's talk about territory battles <laughs> uh okay so let's let's be happy and positive here yep. because we've been playing the game for seven years and we don't want to be jaded. So, Pico, what have you loved lately in this game? So, so there's a couple of things. And the one I, I did, I like the Q and I think that's an effective way to get to get answers. And, and I, I appreciate the thoughtful questions from the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I those weren't all the questions because we both know someone who actually sent a question in that was, <laughs> "Why? Who is this character? And why should I care? Who yeah. is this ca- character? Do you not want my money?" Um, but I, I thought the questions were great and I, but more importantly, the, the answers were direct, mm-hmm. insightful, and they skipped the humor or the attempts to make it entertaining. They communicated information. And I thought that was great. So that was the first, uh, the second, uh, I'm getting the chance to play with my murder droids a little bit. Ooh, how are you so that? murdery. They are just so murdery. It's it's just man that that um so I think tomorrow morning mm-hmm. when I go to do conquest, uh I, I think I'm gonna do the sortie mirror squad is what I'm calling it. So the it's sort it's okay. sortie, 
with uh, Trip Zero and 3PO, um, BT and R2. And, and that's the, the squad that I'm gonna run through through some missions. So you, you've got the good half and you've got the bad half and we'll see what they do, but yeah, um, it's, it's a lot of fun. I still don't, still don't get how translation stacks and I keep thinking I'm doing things to make it work, but uh, yeah, it's a, they're, they're a ton of fun. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So that, that's going to be, oh man, I, I'm, I, I don't want to say I'm excited to work on them, but I am curious how much I will enjoy them in conquest. Yeah. So um, I am, I, I know I mentioned this earlier, but I'm really liking my inquisitors. Like, I'm actually really not, I don't want to say really excited, but I'm excited to get Grand Inquisitor yeah. now that they're relic. I'm like, oh, you guys are actually fun. Like I've had tons of fun using them in conquest. Um, the assault battle, I got up to tier two without Grand Inquisitor and three star okay. challenge tier two all the way up there. Um, so I just have challenge tier three left yep. to, to do once I get him. Um, and I'm like, yeah, these are, there's, I've been using them in Grand Arena. I'm like, I can kill you with yeah. Inquisitors. I'm like, who is like, oh, <laughs> I, I think they did, like, I think CG did do a job of like really, really hyping them up and making them seem like they kind of dropped the ball with their release. But when you look at them just as how they are, yeah, I think yeah. the most painful thing, yes, was gearing them, but I'm not mad that I geared them. What I, what I really appreciate about that kit is the the artwork. Like when when the characters move, they feel like they're 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 angry and and, and with with you know force behind it. Like it's the the stomp and throw the lightsaber and it, it hits everybody. Like it's just it's so satisfying. Like their 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 actions yeah. that they take as part of that team. And it's just it it is a. Um, I wish we didn't go through six months of, of, of what felt like a flood release because I think that everyone's really just going to love playing with, the, with this team. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fantastic. So, okay. Um, I was kind of skimming through the chat for questions and there's not a whole ton other than uh, um, there's a funny one here. Where did I see it? This is the problem now. I have I, like things enter my brain and then immediately leave them. Um, so I can't remember who said it. Here it is. Lion's Den. Pico, are you getting paid to talk CG up? I don't think you were talking CG up. No, look, look I'll, 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 I'll answer that more directly. I, uh, I recently took about two months ago, I took a personality test. And oh, did you? I did. It was, it was, um, Oh, I have to get the name of it and post it. But uh, one of the things that it, it kind of said about me, and I, I think this is accurate, is that I just prefer to, to have positive conversations. Like I yeah. prefer to be involved in, in, in positive pieces. And it's, yes, I, I, I'm a firm believer. You can be critical. You can't be me. And, yeah. and I, I think I'm critical of CG, but I think at the same time, I, I just am someone who tends to try and find the positives in things. Um, cause that's where I, that's just what I've tended to deal with. So, um, yeah, tr tr trust me if, if, uh, if CG was willing to pay me for positive things, you'd be seeing <laughs> me generate a hell of a lot more content than I am right now. So 
Uh, well, this is the other thing too, is it's so much easier to enjoy the game and be positive about it Yeah. versus like being super negative about all the changes or, or whatever's going on that you may or may not agree with. So um, I think- and, and- I did remember it was called instinctive drives was the, was the, the personality test that I took. It was actually a really, really insightful uh, view of myself. So. Oh, nice. Nice. I took one. Um, I can't remember the name of it. It's the one where it gives you all of like the, the types of personalities, like the helper yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I was like, Oh, this is, this is pretty spot on. And, you know, I learned exactly what I thought how introverted I am. (laughs) So, um, okay. So let's look at the meta report because profundity was today. It was. Um, and if there's any other questions that pop up into chat, we can double back. Did you do the profundity event? I did, which, and like, this is okay. So I did it twice because I did it on Professor X yeah. and I did it on mine and Professor X is four star profundity. No problems. I didn't even have to. I was like, oh, man, how do I like, you know, when it comes around once a month and you're like, what do I do again for this? Yeah. And then and I was like, OK, great. Like Professor X, four stars. No problems whatsoever. Smooth sailing. My account, seven stars. Do I not die? I'm yeah. like. What is like, I'm like, I have more ships. Like I got further into what, just what? So, so I, I died as well. And I'm just like, I don't need the 20 shards. I'm going to go take a shower and, and was, was done. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So it was, I did do it and it was fine, but it's just one of those humorous, humorous things to me. But so the last time we looked at this, Executor was at 70% okay. and profundity was at 25%. So, so the gap has and, closed. It has drastically closed. Um, executors at 56. So, so like a 14, 15% drop. Yep. Um, and profundity went up to 40. So profundity doubled. Oh, wait, sorry. What did I say it was at? 25? So not doubled, sorry. But yep. basically what executor dropped just shifted over to profundity. And what's more interesting about that is even like the, the early ship kind of meta of the Chimera is less than 1%. Like that that's the part that kind of blows my mind is that it's, it is so much it's 96 percent in two ships mm-hmm. it's one percent for everything else and then even like the entry-level players are, aren't, aren't even registering one percent in that list yeah i agree um oh this is a good question but and fitting considering we're in the fleet report right now uh androzani major said what do you think CG can do to motivate us to focus on ships more than many of us have based on the roster rows um, that Zareth and I do on crate? I think the biggest hindrance, honestly, to ships is the fact that they're not accelerated. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think the other, and I, and I, I really don't want to ever see this. Um, if we got a Death Star raid with yeah. ships, I, I, I think that that would, that would force people to have to do it, but um, it's just, and again, I'm, I'm, this is not my own thing. I, I was actually listening to, to Solo and Zareth from, from Monday talk about this, but it, it's not just the stars to get to the ships, but, but ships has really turned into a relic conversation more than anything. Yeah, it has. And, and there's just so many resources to, to get, I would say, like a raid-ready ship, because you'd expect that to be, you know, R8 or R9 pilots on that side. Um, I, I, I still think that, but if they want to do that raid, we probably need another 10 ships mm-hmm. in that. What is that? Another 10 characters. I, I just, I don't know how it just seems like a lot of work. It, it seems it like a, a, a lot of work. And, and I think the community would, would be turned off by, you know, we get, this was the year of, you know, year of marquees part two. If next year was the year of ships, mm-hmm. I think the community would be real, real restless come November. Yeah. Um, no, Zareth, not ship mods. No. <laughs> hard, hard no. Um, the other thing, like for me personally, what, what's been, mo- and I don't even want to say like motivating me, but so you have your crystals have been removed from squad arena and Wayne yep. Tech pointed this out and I agree with him, but they're still there in fleet arena. And for me personally, I'm like, this is actually even more important because of Kyber one shrinking so quick yeah. and even Kyber two shrinking so quickly. Now we're all just getting pushed, pushed, pushed down that our crystal income is going down. So the only reliable source for me is fleet arena. Yep. Whereas before I used to do like one battle a day. I'm like, now, if I'm not in that, if I'm not in like second or third, I'm like, I have to get there. Like, that's where I want to be minimum. Um, So that's a, that's a huge thing for me because Grand Arena is now affecting how many crystals I have and I'm blowing crystals like crazy. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I I think all of the ideas that I have to, to how to get people more engaged with ships are bad ideas, like things I would not want to do. So. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah um okay the hirsch bathrooms this is a good one too are you finding it difficult to convince other guildmates of the merits in pursuing inquisitors sooner rather than later um i personally am not but we are also in a 466 million gp guild yeah so Um, that is a huge difference just in terms of play style i i think that the if we look at maybe if we treat the the continuum from when the Grand Inquisitor was released to now, I think it was much much more difficult closer to the you know four months ago, um, and I wouldn't even say maybe in our guild, but I think like maybe in like the Asian and Discord server trying to convince people the merits of it, or, or to your point, maybe in our alliance um, some of the lower G- GP, uh, but a lot of that wasn't the merits of, of the inquisitors. I, I think it was, there was just this negative view of the team and, and people kind of just, it's one of those like, you know, it's, it's a example I love to give up. Uh, I thought I didn't like sour cream 
Right. Until I actually had sour cream on a Taco Bell taco. I'm like, oh no, this is actually really good. Like I had just made a decision without actually trying something. And it, it's somewhat of the kind of the, the same idea behind that, that uh, as more and more players did it because they either had to, or there was just at that point in the game and it, and the, the momentum behind maybe it, it was, it was a fun team to play or those things. It became a lot easier for people kind of going down that path and, and, and um, but but for us, I don't. It's it's not a problem right now. It's it's funny that you say that too because I had this conversation with Zareth on one of our Create Expectations episodes about Inquisitors when the Grand Inquisitor event was first rolling out back in like June, June or May, whatever, whenever it was that we we chatted about this. And I remember him saying, "Are you going? Like, are you inclined to go for Grand Inquisitor?" And I did not even hesitate. I was like, no, there is nothing yeah. here that makes me want to go after this. I was fully in that, that camp of where I was like, I'm not, um, they're not amazing. I don't need them. Like all of these things. And now, now that I've actually got them geared and relic, I'm like, oh, they, they are fun. This yeah. is, this is cool. So I think that is something that people are slowly realizing. Um We've also in our guild, just to be like completely transparent, like we, we told our guild mates to start working on Inquisitors yeah. back in September at like flat out said, we're like, you're going to want them for this new territory battle, work on your Inquisitors. And even in the last month, we've been like, if you are not working on Inquisitors, you need to be working on Java. It's one yeah. or the other. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. and, and we're not, I, I don't think that we we don't make a lot of mandates. I think like what the closest thing to a mandate is, is, you know, we work under the impression that with in a 460 million guild red crate should be the expectation, not the exception. So by month four, you should have that character, you know, at, at relic five, that that's kind of, that's kind of our target. That's as close to a mandate as we get. I think a lot of guilds are probably in that, that same space. Uh, what I think will be the bigger challenge isn't, isn't, getting people to put relics on the inquisitors it's putting the right mods on to be successful in territory battles that that's where i think the bigger challenge is going to be because it's, it's a pain in the butt so yeah people don't like swapping mods yep so um this is also a fun question from zareth do you think the game would exist right now if mods were never introduced mm. that that is a fun question because i hate mods i don't <laughs> it, it's it's funny. I don't, I don't love mods. Like I, I let a tool manage my mods for me because I don't like to, and I get the people that want to micromanage. But I think that without mods, I would literally have nothing to work out. Well, and this is an interesting point because without mods, you wouldn't have anything that would change how a team interacts yeah. really in terms against another team right like it, it's always going to be this is the base and this is what they do yep. and that's it and and i even think back to like uh one of the I, I know a lot of people didn't like the darth revan meta but what i liked about the darth what i liked about that is if you didn't have the best speed mods like you could bring in this character at this speed you know so it's like if you if you if you your Revit didn't go first, but you could make it so that your Bastila went second. Everything worked out. And like mods allow that kind of if-then kind of scenario for things. Um, I I don't know if I would say that I don't think the game would exist right now, but I, I think that they would need 
something. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I think in Marvel Strike Force, they've got a they've got a mod like system that uh, you can mix and match something that looks like a mod, but it's not. But I think the values are fixed. Um, I can see something like that, but I, I think something to provide variable performance, I think is is pretty critical in the game right now. Yeah, it would be a very different, very different game without them. Yep. Um, as much as it pains me to admit that. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I think last but not least, we can head to Uncle Owen's Moisture Farm shop. Yep. Well, who and what we're currently farming in game because everyone knows work comes before going to Toshi Station to pick up power converters. So, Pico, what are you working on? Because you're in a very interesting spot. So, in uh, in you know, Zareth referenced this because I, I sent it to him today. Uh, it, it, I think it was at the end of 2019. I took my roster to by, by back for background people. I took my roster, everyone on my roster to, to gear 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at this time last year, I had finally pulled every character up to relics. So there, there is a Santa will be released tomorrow. She will go as high as she possibly can. All the gear will be there. That's what I'm working on. So my current project right now is to complete the Zeta collection. Right. Uh, so I, I had uh, nine left at the start of this week. Uh, and, you know, kind of piled up some mats last week. So uh, this week I put Zetas on Gar and Night Sister Initiate, uh, <laughs> leaving me three. So one for Santa and I'm guessing two for, uh, for the other side. Um, I believe my next two, you know, non-new character Zeta targets will be leaders on Zam and Aura. No, I'm sorry, in Aura's uh, sniper rifle. I mean, I am getting to the bottom of the barrel of just hot garbage for, for things. Oh, man. Um, you know, Luminar- Luminara's, you know, Zeta is, is still pending out there. Um, what was... Oh, Young Landos, which I, that, that one actually doesn't look that bad, but, uh, so it's, I, I'm, I'm trying to complete this, I'm doing a lot of mod work, but, uh, yeah, my, my Zeta project, so seven left, that, that's all that I have. Oh man, that's nuts. Yeah. Like just seven out of everything in game. And I'm getting real dangerously, like if, if they were to release a galactic legend next month i would be in a real bad place because i have nothing in i have nothing stored up at this point so yeah let's let's hope they don't i I actually was having this conversation with with someone in our our guild because they were asking about zetas and whatever and i was like i like 200 is my threshold for where i'm comfortable before i start spending them um so yeah i when you were like, I have three, I was like, oh, you have three. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I have a fish. So last time we we recorded, I was back and forth on Jabba and Lord Vader. And do I pivot? Do I, do I break like the colloquial rule of staying on target? Um, and, and do I pivot? And I have officially pivoted. I am working on Java. So my Inquisitors yeah. are done for those who are not aware. Inquisitors are done. The Relic 5. We're just waiting on Grand Inquisitor. His gear is hoarded. Um, and I am now working on the 
Jabba farm, which is quite painful. Um, So I will say that the way that I went about this in terms of deciding to pivot, because I know I talked to you about it. Mm -hmm. um, And I talked to Zareth about it and just like going back and our officers and ODB about it, just all back and forth. And I was confused because technically on the checklist of requirements for Jabba, I was one character ahead than Lord Vader. Um, but I obviously still had two marquees to farm. Um, so at the advice of Zareth, I compared the entire gear required yeah. for both um, both Galactic Legends. And it was honestly a toss-up because Lord Vader wanted way more relics. He wanted yeah. a ton more signal data. He wanted a ton more of the gear 12 pieces of themselves on, on the characters. Um, and Jabba, however, wanted like to the dot exactly 1,000 more carbs okay. than the Lord Vader Rex. So, yeah, so now I'm I'm going full full speed ahead on Jabba. Now, is that a thousand more carbs with Jabba included, or is no? That, so that, that's just for the requirement. This is just the requirement. So I went on to .gg and I just pulled up the Galactic, and it takes like where your characters are geared already yep. into account, and then tells you what you need. Because um, originally I did it on Hot Utils, and I was like, oh, it was really hard to read. I was like, so yeah. Uh, which like is not a knock on it. I, I just needed a lot of gear on people. Um, and, but having it spelled out that way in terms of the important gear, like carbs, Cairo, like the gear 12 pieces, all that really helped. Um, and now that they're going to accelerate carbs, that will hopefully speed it up a little bit. So I think the big question is, mm-hmm. Pico's personal opinion in, in because of what I've seen is, is my, is like stopped needing gear on characters and how it piles up. I think you're going to find that the gear with the changes of the gear, you're, the gear is going to move faster than probably the shards on Java. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are you going to go next? Are you going to go back to Lord Vader or are you going to try and bring in Afrin? I know it's hard to answer that without Ooh. knowing where she sits, but um, I almost wonder if you're going to find yourself in a situation that it's going to be like almost back-to-back Java to Lord Vader just because all of the gear is going to kind of pile it up that, that way. Um, I, I think I am going to go back-to-back. Yeah. Which is a little bit painful. I, I don't really want to do back-to-back Galactic Legend Farms, but... I don't know what I do. I mean, at the rate at which I'm going, so the way I'm handling it right now is I'm gearing one character at a time for Jabba. Yeah. Um, and I'm putting their the gear that they want into um, the the Swiga events gear tracker, yep. which is, again, I, I've said this so many times since I started using that. It has made me so much more efficient at this yeah. at, at gearing my roster. Um, so basically I put grand, I keep grand inquisitor there. 
So I know his stash is saved. And then I will uh, add in whichever character I'm working on and get that gear. And then I take them to gear 13 and I stop. And then I add the next character and I go to gear 13. And while I'm doing all this, I'm just farming signal data like crazy. Um, And then I'll work on their relics afterwards. So it is going quite nicely. Uh, Leia and Lando are already six stars. Yep. They are well on their way. I think they both need roughly like 90 shards or something, something like that. Um, so at the rate at which I'm going, I'm expecting honestly to have the requirements for Java done by like maybe first week of January. Okay. Like, I think I'm basically going to get Grand Inquisitor and then be be ready to start farming tickets a week, maybe two weeks after that. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting with the gear changes, um, you know, December to January and into February. If all of a sudden green pluses don't start showing up on like the Lord Vader requirements for you. Yeah, like the, that that's the that's what I'm I, I really want to understand. Like, I want to kind of get a sense from people that your changes are like, are you seeing a lot more pluses than you were expecting to see on some of those? Because, again, it's just mm-hmm. I think people are just going to build up a base that's going to be so much larger than what was there. So I'm curious to see that, because I think like if I do go Lord Vader next, then I obviously have a bunch more characters yeah. to work on. And then that was my other thought was by the time I'm done the Jabba requirements and I'm moving into the, the ticket farming and, and all of that. Once I have him, I still like, I don't expect all of the Afro requirements to be farmable. No. Um, so I think it's going to be a while before I even have those characters seven starred. So I might as well, while I'm farming them, go after Lord Vader. So You're- and at that point, you'll be caught up, right? You'll you'll be even with the the Galactic Legends. Yeah, once I have Lord Vader, that'll be all of them until they yeah. release a new one. Um. So, and then I mean, a really funny thing is Professor X is also going for Java officially. So I'm racing that account. I think it's fun. <laughs> Best part is you can always just go in and burn energy in the wrong direction in certain places. So. Like, oh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> No, <laughs> I can't do that because Zareth can get into my account and he'll do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, he'll just be like, I don't know what happened, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm working on. I'm actually kind of excited about it. So it's it's a fun team, and I um, yeah, I, I think Zara said this on on Gambit this week that. That Omicron for uh, for Gamgard in in uh, territory battles looks like it might be kind of interesting. So that maybe you have some little bit fun to play with there as well. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> totally joking, Sarah. Any other <laughs> any other thoughts? No, I you know it's it's uh it's going to be an interesting seven to fourteen days. You know it's. Mm-hmm. it's uh, I, I feel a little bit probably like, you know, a kid waiting for Christmas, except Christmas is going to be two weeks early, but still two weeks too later than I want it to be. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, it's, it's uh, a lot of exciting stuff going on. So. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I, I want to mention this before I forget as a PSA, 
it was data mined on the event server that those um, uh, relic signal data, not signal data, relic material packs are coming back to the stores December 4th. The ones where you spend 500 crystals and you yep, get a random amount of the of the relic materials, whatever that you can do at the scavenger. So those are typically an extremely good deal. And yep, I yep. know I get frustrated when I miss them. So if you are somebody who likes to look out for them, December 4th is when they are coming back. Yeah, it's been a little bit of a challenge with something showing up in the web store and something showing up. Like I don't open the in-game store as much as I used to. Um, so it's good to know when things are coming to, to keep an eye out for them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, um, I think that's it. Yeah. Man. Another two hours. Not too bad. <laughs> for one character. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, thank you everybody for joining us this week, either on YouTube or on the podcast, wherever you want to go. Friendly reminder to join the Discord server because we are going to be pumping out the H and N for good, yep. like Pico said. Um, so if you have thoughts on that, hop in there. We'll get we'll get that all sorted this week, hopefully, um, and we can do some brainstorming. And yeah, so that ought to do it. And until next time, Chewy, we are home.